You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth living, Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice Man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. dog fans, number one. one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, dive up in that fish tank. Welcome back to the Fish Tank, presented by iHeartRadio, right here on the Miami Dolphins Podcast Network. Seth Levitt and the toughest podcaster Dan Marino ever played with, OJ McDuffie. Juice, kind of new surroundings here, we, we usually are in the Wingfield living room, we just kicked the doors down and came right in his office. Yeah, we're right in his office, man. We had to kick him up out of here, man. And, yo, and uh, I like that. The toughest uh, Seaver again podcast. Dan Marino's only, though. Man, I think a lot of guys felt that way about me, Big Seth. Well, it's never good enough, No, huh? it's never good enough. I mean, I thought that was pretty I know, good. You always, I got to get my shots in. I got to get my shots in when I can with you because I know you always have a shot coming within this podcast. There might so. be a shot or two fired for always, sure. Always. But we can kick down doors when you bring in the big fella. Olivier Vernon dives into the tank. OV, how you feeling, man? I feel great. I'm glad. I'm glad to be on the show with you guys. Appreciate y'all inviting me. It's been a while, man. Yeah. It's been a while since I stepped into this building. So. Well, I like what new you said. Building. Right, a new <laughs> building. Yeah. I can't even say it's nostalgic because <laughs> I've never been in this building. Exactly. But you're back in a building that feels like home, hopefully, Definitely. because that's that's where you belong. And our, you know, we understand you had to go to work in some other places, but as we're going to talk about, you're a South Florida guy. You belong here around the Dolphins. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Always family. Always love. No doubt, man. I told him we got to get him back in the building. In the bigger building, you know. The bigger building. Yeah, the other building, man. We got to get him back in. He'll be able to get in there. Just if you leave me here in the podcast studio, you guys can go over there and flex that alumni jacket. We're going. So, OV, man, we all know it. Everybody thinks of you, Donis Haslam, as Mr. 305. I mean, real talk, right? But, I mean, you're pretty damn close. Let's think about this. (laughs) Born in Miami, raised in Hialeah, go to high school, you know, here, play for the U. And drafted by the Miami Dolphins. I mean, that right there is like that's unheard of. Tell us about your growing up here in South Florida and how much did you actually follow the Dolphins as you were growing up? First of all, yeah, it was a blessing. It was a blessing, everything, you know, even when I say nostalgic, also nostalgic because on this street on, on 199th, that's why I used to take the bus to go to our middle school, Northern Middle. Oh, wow. I used to always pass in the stadium. So now to see changes and see. All right, this is what you got. You guys practicing now. This is what the yeah. facility is at now. The medical building. I'm like, God, Lee, it's crazy. How much has changed? But that part is nostalgic for me. Just this whole area. But uh, yeah, I grew up not too far from here. Like ten minutes down the road. Man, uh, it's, it's it's a beautiful thing, man. I can't I can't complain. Uh, the opportunity I was given to have with the Dolphins and yeah. and, and, and and being able to get drafted by them, you know, it it was. It was a blessing, man. It was a blessing. You know, you also went to Dolphin camp when you were yeah. younger, right? And you were like MVP of that camp. <laughs> and then, you know, think about it. A decade later, you led the team in sacks. I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, that's like that's like full circle type of stuff, man, right there. You know, you know? Uh, like you said, like when you asked how you know, I've been following the team, man. My mom and dad always used to watch the Dolphins game. You know, I chime in every now and then. I remember all the guys. You know, I remember. Remember when you was playing? I remember when you was playing. Damn. Chris Chambers was playing. Keith Trailer, Jason Taylor, Zach Thomas. Wait, wait, you know, congratulations. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why, why was there a damn right there, man? Was like, that I long ago? I, I don't know why he threw that in there. Yeah. I don't know why he threw damn that in there. Damn, right, Seth. <laughs> sorry, man. I didn't mean to interrupt you, OB, man, but this dude right here, nah, man. Yeah, but when I look back, I'm like, damn, it went by so fast. Right. Man. You know, it went by so fast, says. man. It went by so, so fast. And the amount of changes, man. Um, And the great guys, I learned everything. I 
I learned everything. Basically, for me, it was like University of Football when I got here. Mm. Learned everything. Interesting. Casey Rogers and all the guys that was here. We hear yeah. that yeah. name from everybody. We do. Yeah. We absolutely do. Well, it's amazing to me, too, because, you know, we go to good high schools, we go to great colleges, but I learned everything when I got to the pros, too. Really, just got <laughs> I just got by on natural talent and ability in, that's in college. Wild. And it's not um, like you guys went to Division three schools. Correct, I'm I mean, saying. Penn State, that's UM. That's like That's, yeah, yeah. wow. But everybody's good, though, Big South, when you get to this point. But yeah. now, you, what's going to make you a little bit better than the next person? So there's the little things that kind of fine-tune what you're doing at this yeah, level. I had no idea what a personnel was when I got to the league. I didn't know anything, anything at all. Like, it was crazy. You just I, I, with every snap. So just, I, I really yeah, no matter know, what I'm it like, was. Oh, I'm, behind, I'm like, okay, this is not just C-ball, get ball. It's, you really got to, like, I heard about, like, okay. But nobody actually taught it to me. I grew up playing soccer. And, you know, I just loved football. Well, I mean, it, it served you well. It served <laughs> you well. So, as Drew said, American High, stand out there. And go down to Coral Gables. Yep. Go to the U. And things are going great. Yeah. Until they're not. Yeah. And there was a scandal. There were suspensions. You caught the heaviest suspension of anybody. You got a six-game suspension in what ended up being your final year of college. Yeah. And I'm just wondering what, you know, and to whatever degree you want to talk about it, because it's in the past now, but and, and things worked out okay for you. Yeah. But you know, for you to get more games than anybody else who who got caught up in that, and then to lose as much time as you lost, what was going through your mind? Were you questioning why me? Why did I get more than anybody else did? And was there ever a moment where you were afraid for what your future would be? Because obviously, if you got that, if you got that far, you had your sights set on something bigger and getting to the league. And was there ever a concern that all of that could come crashing down? Well, um, let me put it this way: I, I my parents, not from this country. You know, I didn't really have anybody that I knew, any family members that I knew that in that world of football, especially when it came to high school sports and then college ball, anything like that, didn't know what, what, it, everything was brand new. Right. You know what I mean? So when it came down to hanging with or being introduced to, you know, Nevis Shapiro and stuff like that, that was out of my control. You know, uh, and all that happened when I was in high school. I don't know if anybody that know any of the rules. Seventeen year old rules. kid, like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, but I'm saying like, not that I was didn't take anything, you know, but like being introduced to somebody that the coaches brought me to, right? right. Like as a kid, I'm like, okay, this is. I'm not. I'm, I had no idea that that was against the rules. Right, right, right. You know, I don't know. None of nobody I knew was telling me oh, NCAA regulations. Now, I mean, you look at it now. NCAA regulations now. The NILs like. Well, it's I different. was gonna say it's different. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's different. Kids are literally getting paid. Exactly. There's collectives that are raising money, and it's all part of the recruiting process. Which, and I want to ask you about that compared to what you had to go through. Oh yeah, exactly. And it, it was never of anything against way. In my, in my mindset, I was always going to. Miami. I never wanted to leave Miami. It's home to me. So, yeah. you know, I, t I did take my visits and everything like that. But I think how certain things was displayed, I didn't like because it, it made us look. Because, I mean, we got a young, whole bunch of young guys at the end of the day looking back. I mean, we 19, 20 years old, yeah. you know, you, you're not even an adult yet, you right. know. So you have no idea. Obviously, you know right and wrong. But when it comes down to it, I mean, <laughs> I didn't even have a car. Yeah. So like at that time, you know, um, yeah, it it was everything was new. I was so I was surprised in my mind. All I did when it when it came down to it was 
say the honest truth. Yeah. When it came down to like investigations and right. stuff like that, said the honest truth. I'm like, okay, I'm not thinking anything of it. Like, sure. yeah, I went to a game, ate chicken wings with, you know, got invited to, you know, eat chicken wings. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. What did I do? You know, but when things came out, I was like, damn, maybe I was a little bit too honest. I don't know. I got most of the game, but you know, I feel like in hindsight, it all, it all worked out. I didn't lie about anything. Didn't take anything. I wasn't. I wasn't raised like that. You know, yeah. I, I I was raised to get everything on my own. You know, so um, I think that right there wanted to clear. You know, from the eyes of the public. You know, I mean, this is how how many years now? It's over ten plus years. Right. So what I got to lie about now? Like, right. you know right. what I mean? Like, right. I have no, right. you know, nothing to lie about. When all that happened, though, Ovi, were you? A, were, sounds like you were trying to figure out, like, how did this happen? Oh, I was, I was confused. But then, were you? A, was there fear that you were going to lose your opportunity at an NFL career? I think because everything was so new to me. Even when I got to college, everything was still new to me. I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, mm. I knew I was going to be in the NFL. Yeah. That was my. I, I knew I was going to be in the NFL. When I was a kid, I told myself I was going to be in the NFL. I didn't even know you had to go to college. To get to the NFL, I had no idea. Right. I'm like, okay, wow. All right, we gotta do college. I'm gonna first. be there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wow. okay. Yeah, the only sport. I'm like, all right. I learned about the whole college go. process when I got to high school. I'm like, oh, all right, damn, all right. Coaches coming to visit. I'm seeing the older guys at the time. I'm a freshman. I'm seeing older guys. Yeah. I'm seeing these college coaches come. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, you, oh, you gotta get okay. They're scouting. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. So everything was kind of new to me. I, I didn't. I, it wasn't to me. All I, and my mindset was just work. I know I got all I got to do is what I focus on tunnel vision of what I have to do. That's all I was really worried about. Sure. I never nothing really deterred me about anything with that whole process. I was just I was upset that I missed the game. Right. Yeah. Just because I wanted to play. I wanted to be the opportunity to you know play with my teammates. Right. You know and and try to win games. But but yeah, in hindsight, I feel like it, it all worked out. You know, I probably wouldn't have been drafted here. That is, that is the fascinating part about all of it. So, that is the fascinating So maybe it. it worked out perfectly. It worked out, And man. now they can literally, like, negotiate deals and, oh, and the man. whole thing. It's just hey, crazy. It, I, they, can do, they can do commercials. You can't go eat chicken wings. They can now do commercials for a chicken, chicken wing, wing store. Hey, they can, hey, like, sure. hey, and I love it, man. I love yeah. it for those guys, man. I mean, when I was at UM, uh, you had guys, half the team had, had kids. Some, some guys had two, three kids. Wow. Right. You know, and, and you, know, you don't have no 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 no, no, resources. no, fun, no, no resources to, to be able to take care of your family at that. And then, God forbid, you get hurt. Right. You know. So yeah, man, I'm I'm happy for these kids, man. Take advantage of it, man. Yeah. You know, I don't know how long though, how long is going to be open like this. Right. Wild Wild West <laughs> yeah. right now, boy. You know, and some of these schools, man. Hell, I mean, I know Penn State's struggling right now with NIL, but that's a whole different story. I mean, you, you talk about the games missed, but you still entered the draft. And there were a lot of questions, obviously, that like the size, you know, lack of experience because he missed those games and stuff. But I always look at you like a Dwight Freeney guy, you know what I mean? That kind of speed, athleticism, you know, so I, I wasn't worried about that at all. And when you got to the draft, though, what were your expectations when it got to the draft? Did you just want to get drafted? Did you, did you have a spot that you thought you should be going at? How did how did you approach the draft? Honestly, I mean, I just put in our everyday with this. All right, you know what? I know the situation I'm in. I know that I didn't play that many games. I know there's probably red flags on me now. All I can control is what I can. So the whole drive process, every day, I was just you know getting after and focusing on the task at hand. My mindset was 
it doesn't matter what if I get drafted or not. If I get on the team, I'm going to make the best of everything I get. I know what type of person I am. I work hard. So say it's like so, grinder mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I work hard. So I, I know if it comes down to it, if I have to learn this, I'm going to learn it. You know, as, as far as I'm just the competitive nature and wanting to get it right. And then that was, you know, that was that was my dream. My dream was getting in the NFL and playing, you know, and that was it. You know, I was going to make that happen. So, yeah, I didn't, didn't come draft there. I wasn't even, <laughs> I honestly wasn't even watching the draft. I was just, we were having a barbecue, but I was just playing spades. Man, I don't know if you play spades, but oh, yeah, we we're do. just on the table playing Did spades. Oh yeah, most now, wait a minute. The them. thing about spades is now, how do you do you play? You play with jokers or you play ace high real ace spades? High. Ace high, ace high real spades. Joker, joker, no joker, joker, nah, joker dude. Good man, man. that's, that's real spades ace, right there. Exactly, ace high, yeah. ace high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They call that jailhouse spades. Right. <laughs> <laughs> spades, for whatever reason, is a game where cheating is almost like embedded in it's, the culture of the game. Yeah, man. I mean, you you got to separate partners. Man. I understand. You got to have a partner. You got to have your partner. You got to make sure they're not kicking each other under the table and the whole thing. See, yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. yeah, I know all about it. That's good stuff. But did you, like, for me, I had no idea the Dolphins were interested in me. Did you have any idea the Dolphins were interested in me? None. None at all. Um, I think we had a Miami day. So I, I didn't even know that, you know, I guess all Florida schools. Yeah, come. yeah, yeah. I remember those days. Yeah, I didn't, they, they, don't, they don't do that anymore. I don't. Probably, yeah, had like a Florida school, like Combine kind of deal. Yeah, you come yeah, to work out the facility. Yeah. Remember, I remember a lot of kids being there. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. we, that's the only time I ever had a conversation with Miami. That's when Jeff Island was the general manager. And um, Casey Rogers worked me up. And it was just me and my teammates going through. I was, think I was the only defensive lineman at no. It was three of us. I think I might have been the only defensive end, I believe. But yeah, I, di I didn't think anything of it. You know, all I'm doing is playing spades, and I see a 954. <laughs> I see a 95. That was the only call, too, that yeah. I had. I see a 954 number calling me. I'm like, okay. He's reading the numbers. Yeah. The other guy's accusing him for talking across the board. <laughs> right, right. He's like, oh, he's asking for a guy. I'm kind of fascinated by, um, I don't want to use the word naive, but it really, it's almost like you're just kind of wide-eyed and you were just handling your business. And I have to imagine that as you went through, not to go off script here, but as you went through your career and you started to understand the business of it, that you became, there was more of a sophisticated approach to like, let me just go show up and, and play ball. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. It for sure was. For me, I feel like it was just like the more like organic it was, you know, to actually find, like learning the ropes. And along the way, guys having guys along the way to teach me. Like I mentioned Casey Rogers, man. He taught me everything that I carried on from when I left the Dolphins to me help the young guys that was at other. Oh, Casey Rogers, unbelievable. The best defensive line, defensive coordinator, whatever. Because he, he taught us like we were linebackers. I remember he told us, like, y'all don't need to depend on nobody to get y'all lined up the right way. Y'all going to know what y'all doing. I'm like, okay, all right. So, uh, all right, personnel is, all right, just 22, 12. What, I, I, I had to learn from scratch. Yeah. And I literally, every day I was at home. And to me, it was exciting. It was exciting because I'm like, damn, how I missed out on all this type of knowledge. Right. Like, I had no idea. Like, why didn't I learn this sooner? Nobody, you know, nobody, nobody was talking like this when I was right. in, you know, high school and, and college. I guess they just assumed. You know, cause I only yeah. play soccer. I never played football. So I guess, you know, they must assume that I knew what I, man, nah, I had 
no it sounds idea. Like they man. weren't do- coaching up the way they were coaching up. <laughs> hey, hey, well, I'm I mean, assuming I, you're not coaching, right? <laughs> hey, man, hey, hey, it is what it is, man. I'm, I'm glad though. I'm glad Casey Rogers and then you know Paul Solia, you know Randy Stark, seeing those guys in the room just checking off. Oh, let's post, let's press. Uh, not uh, Paul O. No, I'm, I'm just like, man, what the? I'm like, oh god, I. I can't do like. Am I in the right room? Like, <laughs> but it was yeah, fun, man. It yeah. taught me. It carried me everything. It carried me such a long way. As far as my IQ, football IQ, oh my god. That I want to talk best. about that room too. But Juice, you had a stat on UM players. Bit, although yeah. from what I'm hearing, he probably doesn't know anything about it right, because right, he right. wasn't following that stuff. Yeah. But the rarity of a UM player being Getting drafted. drafted by the Dolphins. Yeah, it was. It's very rare. You know, I mean, Vernon Carey in 2004. And then it took, uh, then it, and also Lamar Smith, uh, Lamar Miller, I'm sorry. But then it, it was like a, a long time since then. We just got Jalen Phillips a couple yeah. years ago, yeah. man. So it was like. So 04 to 2012. Yep. And there then was nobody. Nobody in 21. And then the nobody till 21 again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was, I don't know why, man. It's the backyard. You, you, you have to draft the U, right? You have to draft the U. Well, the ones they pick, think about those guys, though. They, they they waited for the right ones. They did. So they did. also interesting too, Vernon. So Vernon Carey, Olivier Vernon. Right. Then you get Lamar Miller and now JP. JP. So yeah, for sure. At least at that least was a great pick. JP, JP, JP. Great pick. Yeah, I mean, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I played against you in the nineties, man. I think the whole defense got drafted. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. So it was like uh, that's that's probably why I got drafted. I, I put it on the U a little bit. <laughs> I had it. Some shots fired. There we go. There I was go. waiting for it. There <laughs> it is. Right. Let's talk. You mentioned some of the guys. We're you know they about. won. You know hey. they won. You guys still won. You got yours, though, Jim. Yeah, I got mine. I okay. Got mine. That's what I'm talking about. Hey. Um, the, the guys in that room. So you mentioned, so Paul Solei, yes. who we just had on recently. Again, he raved about Casey Rogers. We had Paul Solei, Randy Starks, Jared Odrick, yep. right, was there. And then on the other end, can't forget about oh, yeah. Cameron Wake. Wake. Yep. Okay, so tell us about what it was like being in that room with those guys. You had some serious vets who had done some work, and then I have to share this with you. So we had Xavier Howard on the show. Okay, and he talked about because he's been here. He's the longest tenured Dolphin, wow. and he's talked about the way he was treated as a rookie versus the the culture now and players are different now. And you probably saw it as your career progressed and guys come in and. He said, man, when I first got here, Cam Wake did not talk to me. He goes, he, Cameron Wake did not speak a word to me until I finally made a play. I had to get an interception on the field, and he's like, hey, good play. And then all of a sudden, like, we were cool. Yeah. And so what was your experience walking into that room and the D-line room, as we know, is well-documented on this show, is a, is a very unique place to go to work. Oh, yeah. What was that like for you? Oh, it was great, man. Yeah, I mean, everybody, you know. I had a assigned job at first, you know. Uh, so, me and Derek Shelby. Yeah, assigned yeah. job like <laughs> yeah. this. It's not anything. I had yeah, an assignment. Yeah. We had an assignment, you know. Uh, I, I had to make sure I, I had certain things uh, done for the guys. Uh, and Shelby had certain things that was done for the guys. Um, but it was fun, man. You know, you, you learned your role. But it wasn't It wasn't nothing that, um, you know, we had great vets, man. All those, all those guys wanted to show how it was done. You know, possibly I, you know, can't wait was quiet. He same thing. He ain't really ain't really hear nothing from him until, you know, actually making the play. I'm like, ah, young buck. That's his move. You know, that's what it is. You know, wow. You know, that's 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 what it is. And um, yeah, uh that whole that whole defense really, you know, we had a we had great vets, man. You know, uh Paul Solia, Cam, you know, J O, 
Randy Starks, you know, and even the linebackers, uh, linebackers group, Carlos Dansby, right. Kevin, Kevin Burnett, you know, those guys helped me as well. But as far as just teaching, man. Paul Soli, I used to go to Paul Soli's house. Did you go to the barbecues? Because we heard about the barbecues. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean the barbecues <laughs> too. But then also to learn, like, man, how you, how do you learn how to watch film? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. You know, yeah. like he would, you know, he would, he would teach me how to, how to watch the film, you yeah. know, and then, and then we say, well, Casey Rogers, I'll try to learn how to watch film with him. But yeah, man, everything was a learning experience, man, and you just wanted to like. You know, as I say, it's a it was a privilege, you know, and then how the guys carry themselves, man. It it was it was unique, man. It was it was fun. I never I, I never really it never really got repli replicated. Even though other teams that I did go to, they they had great you know good guys and great guys in that room. But it was never ever the same once we all broke apart and went yeah. our separate ways. You know, yeah, so. that's fascinating. I, we had to ask about the barbecue, though, because yeah. so Paul was on the show and he just, well, actually, Devon Best is who told us, D-Best said, oh, ask yeah. him about the barbecue. Oh, he ask him about, great, yeah. So he, he's so proud of hosting those barbecues and bringing family together. Oh, yeah. But he lived a block two blocks away. away from Juice. Yeah, man. Yeah. We were like, Juice, how did you not, you, you know. I couldn't, he, even, I couldn't smell it. I couldn't smell, smell the food. Smell the <laughs> I said, he Stu Weinstein said he'd get calls from the plantation police and telling him to quiet down. I'm like, Juice, how did you not make it over to the barbecue? Yeah. But uh, he's, yeah. he's he's not happy about that. No, not at all, man. It's too late now, and and, and, and Paul's too big to even argue about it. <laughs> yeah, I think you just got to take the yeah, L on Yeah, you know what? I missed out. I missed out. Well, I, I took from that, too, as well, uh, you know, because by the time I left, the dynamic change. I was from a young guy all the way now. I'm, I'm looked at as the as a vet. I'm just like, damn, it yeah. switched like that quick. It happens fast, real quick, you know. And I'm just like, I wasn't used to it. Wasn't used to it because you know I was like, all right, go to the vet house, hang with the vet, and yeah. you know, uh, just do that, break bread like that. But you know, eventually, I started. All right, this, you know, the things that I did learn, what you're supposed to do, and everything, yeah, be, you know, building the camaraderie, like. I remember Thanksgiving. By the time uh, I got to, you know, to the Browns, having the guys that couldn't go home, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I had a, a guy that, uh, you know, California or right. from, you know, we had we had we had one poly on the team. Yeah, we had one poly on the team, and I knew how far his his home was. So hey, Thanksgiving, have everybody come to the house. You know, we cook up. Everybody that is such eat. a cool thing. Yeah, yeah man. Kind of a rite of passage. Some guys can't go home. Yeah, you know? we know in the, in the NFL, I mean, these guys, we all work the, the major holidays. Yeah. You know, I mean, we work all the major, the, the big ones, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, yeah. New Year's, all that stuff is in the, within season, and so you only have a certain number of time to get away. So, right. yeah. yeah. Well, and and even when you're home, the amount of time you spend up, whether it's this building, the building you worked in, you spend far more time with oh, your yeah. teammates oh, than yeah. you do with your own family, Basically. you know, and so it does become a family. But I just, you had both nine-year careers. You go from being the young buck yeah. to the old head. It's quick. Like that. It's quick. Like that. It's quick. Yeah, yeah. so that, that is, that's fascinating. Yeah. Well, let's go back to your second year. You're here right in your second year. You're, you're, you're actually fighting for a starting position, getting ready to fight for a starting position at defensive end. But then the Dolphins move up in the draft. And they, you know, move up to number three and select. We talk Deion Jordan, you know. So now you, you're dealing with that. Now you fight for this position. How did that affect your approach? You, we talked about how hard you work, no matter what. Did it change your approach at all when they when they selected Deion Jordan? And let's be honest, man, his, his career was was not a career here at all. And not only did you end up starting opposite Cam Wake, you ended up leading the team with eleven. You had a career high eleven and a half sacks. So it was like you, your approach must have been like, all right, the hell with this. They can't replace me right now. 
forget about this. Yeah, I mean, not was, that they were trying to replace you. Yeah, you know, they might have been trying to replace Cam. Who knows? You know, listen, Cam was getting up there. <laughs> listen, you know, like I said, I wasn't talking to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, honestly, so like my first, my rookie year, I did a lot of special teams. Rizzy, you mentioned Darren Rizzy. Yeah. I, I, when I learned that you, you know, that was new to me too, learning how to play special teams. Oh, yeah. and I actually had fun doing it. I didn't like punt though. He had to go backwards. I, I didn't like punt. But everything after that, kickoff, kickoff return, I had fun doing that. That was that was fun. It was all new to me. So I remember Rizzy, man, he, at the end of the day, like, he was like, man, if you make plays, you can tell everybody. And that was the hint of magic. You make plays, I'm in your corner, you know? So I'm like, okay. And everybody loved Pretty playing for Rizzy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, everybody loved playing for Rizzy. And I just, you know, for me, it was contributing. So into that offseason, man, I was just the catching up that I had to do when I was in during the season, I got to keep going. You got to keep learning, got to keep um, getting after it. Come that draft, you know, it is it is what it is. You know, that's that's what happens. And, you know, pretty sure the Dolphins probably didn't think that I was going to make that leap. You know, that's, that's I don't how, know. That's I don't how know, B. I don't know. No, but I'm saying that's... I think they're preparing for the future after, but you, you know what I mean? But you never know. Guys. But yeah. you never know. You never know. And it's... It's what it is, but I ain't take it to heart, honestly. Yeah. I, I just knew. I'm like, all right, cool, man. You know, at the end of the day, another person, another weapon you add on the team, you know. Hopefully. Hey, hopefully, man. You know, and you know, <laughs> in, in, in all regards, man, like sometimes, and I kind of feel, like to the day, I feel, I feel for, for Deion's because sometimes it's like, man, that's a lot of, you know, when you get drafted, that's a lot of, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of pressure. And you got to know, you basically got to be on your, you got to know everything already by that time. You know, you got to know a lot. Some guys you're are expected to play right You're expected there. to play right there. Right there. You know, yeah. and, and yeah. in hindsight, when I look, I'm like, damn, that's a lot, man. Um, but, you know, we did every time I could help, I did. You know, every time I could help him out, I did. And he would always, he would be a pause too. Yeah. You know, so it was never like, yeah, we're competitive guys. But at the end of the day, I mean, and me, I want everybody to, to eat. You don't want everybody to eat. And unfortunately, things happen. But yeah, still, that year, that, yeah, it ended up just being a breakout year. But I was say, you yeah, figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. It just a lot of every day, man, a lot of hard work, man. It was just every day trying to learn. And when it finally, and honestly, it wasn't even, yeah, I did, I did have a, a good year, but that wasn't even, in my mind, that wasn't even my best ball. I man, I feel like I got so much better. As the years went on, man, it was that's what you want to do. You want to get better. It's like get better every year. The sack number, right? That's an interesting thing for your position and the guy I work for is that that's the number that you're judged upon. But True. to hear you say it, and you hear coaches say it all the time, and people don't want ah, you're just trying to be nice, and you know, oh, he's doing all these great things. I'm not worried about the sack numbers. It's like, is he being disruptive? If he disrupted a play, even though he didn't get a sack, if if second down and ten went to third down and ten. It was as good as getting yeah. a sack or whatever it might or be. Drawing a double team. Yeah. Taking, taking right. two and everybody else got and a Someone one else one makes that play yeah. and all those things. So to hear you say, yeah, I had 11 and a half sacks, but it wasn't my best year oh, that no, I got. No, no, no. My, my, some people might think, my biggest thing, what I love to do is stopping the run. <laughs> that was my thing. I, that was me. Because that was the first thing I knew how to do. That's when I learned how to do it. You know, you know, it's. That right there is kind of not. That's interesting yeah. to hear a guy who's known as a pass rusher. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was what I learned first. I didn't learn how to pass rush until I got into the league. Like, wow. oh, you gotta have moves. Like, <laughs> I had no idea. Like, I didn't had no idea at <laughs> Talk all. Talk about that all. Yeah, time. I had yeah. no idea at all. And and then I didn't I didn't know either that that left that left tackle was 
The best tackle that you had to go against. I had no idea too. I'm like, I found Maybe out. That was a good... Oh, I found out going against. Oh, did you uh, know Jay, any damn thing? Jake Long. Like... Hey, I was like going against Jake Long every day. I was like, oh, well, man. okay. Shit, he's the number one overall pick. Hey, yeah, I see why. Yeah, yeah I, but he made me so much better, man. Right. You know, and then going against the guys, you know, on Sundays, man. I'm like, okay, you're not gonna go against the scrub yeah. at all. Right. You're not gonna go against the scrub. But I always love stopping the run because at the end of the day, you stop the run, they're gonna have to pass. Yeah, you know, all the good teams, if you want to win a Super Bowl, you got to run the ball. You know, sure. you got to run the ball. Sure. You got to run the ball. Play some defense. So if you can stop the run, oh, we gonna, everybody's going to be able to I was eat. waiting to see how my wide receiver friend here was going to handle I, all you that. You know, I've changed. I've changed, <laughs> Seth. You know, I know we need to chuck the rock around. You know, there should be 11 wide receivers on the field at all times. Be. You know, <laughs> it should, should be. be. But you know, the game, the game was, was a hey, 5'8", 185 It's a trick play. It's a trick play. So was up. There's no yeah. way. Oh, that's it. Well, maybe that's it. You want to keep them guessing. That's it. That's I love it. it. All right. I got one for you. We're going to go the next year. All right. 2014. I've always wanted to ask this question. You're already laughing at me. You know where I'm going with it. Green Bay Packers. We're playing the Packers at home. Oh, wow. And we're up on the Packers. Oh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, it's crazy, 2014. Aaron Rodgers, when he is like, he is dealing. But we're up on, on the Packers, and it's a two minute drill, and he starts to do what he's doing. But now it's third and nine, and you and Cam Wake, you get him. You sack him, you force a fumble, there's a scramble. They, give, they recover the ball. Boy, it would have been nice if we got that yeah, wrong. No. That would have been nice if you guys <laughs> just ended, right? But, but they recover it, but the clock is running. They're out of timeouts. There's only a minute and seven left. And then the whistle blows, and there's a timeout. And I'm screaming. I'm like, no, they have no timeouts. They don't have any timeout. And you hear the referee, and he's like, timeout Miami. This is their second charge. Timeout Miami? Miami. Yeah. Wait a minute. It's fourth and ten. Mm. We just got a sack. They're trying to find the ball. The clock is running. Tick, 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 tick. We're calling timeout. Mm. We find out later Coach Philbin got queasy. His own words. It's not me. Those are his, his words. words. He got a little queasy. Words. And he had come from the Packers, and he knew what Aaron Rodgers was capable of. Wanted to give you guys a breather. I have been dying to talk to somebody. <laughs> what do you call it? Kodak moments? Something uh, like that? Kodak, <laughs> call it a Kodak moment. I've been dying to have somebody who was on the field in that moment and wondering, what were you thinking when that timeout was called? Thank God. I was, we were tired. Well, yes? Okay. <laughs> All right. So maybe it was a good call. There you go. Hey, like. That, it was a great call by Coach Man, I, I, until you just said the, the whole scenario, I, I didn't, I don't even remember that happening. Yeah. I just remember the end. You right, know, right, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do too. Uh, <laughs> but that game, like, it was on, we had no rotation. It was me and Cam. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just me and him playing the whole game. And, yeah, it came down to it. Okay. We saw right. we saw the chest poking out, you know, coming back and forth. I'm like, okay, yeah, we get a little. T- it was hot that day too. Yeah, I remember it being hot, and I was like, oh man, okay. So us getting a little breather, you know, that that helped. So you were okay with that? I mean, at that point of time, yeah, because you you know, for us at the time. We were good with that. He's, he's <laughs> we still good. not good with it. We were good. We were still, good he's still like, hit, like his ass is on the field, OV. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. At the time. It man, was we nice and cool that. in the press box. It was about 72 degrees. I think they had just put out halftime hot dogs. They were still warm and all those things. I understand that. I had a little different. I mean, because it, it take it out. You know, once you get the sack and we didn't get the fumble, you know, that also takes it out of you. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Okay. No. Because in my mind, I'm like, I want that clock to run. I want them to yeah. be freaked out. I want them to, you know, it's like, yeah. it's fourth and ten. That's kind of a. 
to me, that's a favorable position for the defense. Yeah. Fourth and ten, the clock's running. They have no timeouts. We're trying to end this thing. They are, you already just whooped the shit out of their two tackles and got a sack. So, but but I forget that like there's also even though you and Cam Wake look like you were built in labs, yeah, that you guys might get tired. <laughs> we would, I mean, honestly, think about two guys there. It could be a bodybuilding contest. We would have sucked it up, honestly. You know what I mean? Yeah. We would have sucked it up. But you know, sometimes... I like you over the the 300 pound fat guy. Like yeah, I think he's more tired yeah, yeah. than you are. <laughs> we would have sucked it up, but honestly, we just did. Yeah, we didn't. Know. I mean, and you know, and I think in both of uh, Cam's and, and my career, we we both kind of like played. Entire game, yes. right? Like, yeah, we got a lot of games. Yeah. Yeah. Got a lot of snaps on our belt, you know. Right. So like, he's basically said both people were right. He says right. I'm right and Coach. No, no, I mean, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. And honestly, honestly, you know, <laughs> you need a breather, okay? But you know, every you don't hide, you know, those DBs. Yeah. You know, you, know, yeah. some, you want them at at the best possible okay. condition right now yeah. to make sure nothing happens. You I know can't I mean? argue with the man who's on the field. You know, and you know, yeah, we do work too. You know, got it's always in, in the trenches. You're always fighting. But you know, we're not running fifty yards, thirty yards, and then coming back. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know got you know everybody. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, they got to get some type of win. Right. Yeah. Right. I used to love that. Okay. I used to love just running DB, just just for the hell of it, man. Just oh, run man. I'll, I'll run him. Just I'll run, run his ass. Be a run. <laughs> I'll run him for forty yards and make him come back. And then I'll run him again for forty more yards and man. make him come back. And then I can get out of the game. DBs they're not coming out of the game. Man, I, I could. I, I you know I never tapped out. So so the, in the Don Shula days, they had something called the twelve minute run. Okay. It's back when they did practice at St. Time. And and for whatever reason, Coach Shula, we heard all the players come in here and say there's no situation in football where you run for 12 minutes straight. Exactly right. However, that was a big conditioning thing for him. And there were a lot of guys that dreaded that 12-minute run. But Juice came in here in a rookie, as a rookie and was lapping people. Like yeah. he just was one of those people that run could do he was a distance runner. Yeah. So that's interesting to hear that you would intentionally run extra oh, yeah. to run the I want to run them until the, the tongues come out of their shoes. <laughs> Not only tongues out of their mouth, I want the tongues out of their shoes when I'm running them, man. Yeah. So yeah. Especially down here. Exactly. Them teams come down here and they, and they, they, they that humidity sucking air through a straw. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's part of the game, though. You know, I, I took that. That was one of the things I also took implemented in my game. I used to run. Uh, shoot, Dave Paluka could tell you. During practice or after practice, I would, I would condition, man. Because at the end of the day, when you're defensive lineman, once you're a first team, you're not really – the reps that you're getting is on, you know, in the period. You're yeah. not really getting that many. You're not – it's not realistic how many game reps you're about to get. You know, you, you're probably limited in, in one practice. You probably get, like, 20. And you're not trying to go – Full out, you guys still got to save yourself for the game because you don't want to get hurt. Right. It's, it's during during the games, during the season, it's a long season. Right. You got to save your body for game day. Right. right. So, so I have decided now. I've I've compiled all the information. We've talked to an expert who was on the field. I understand it in the moment. You were happy to have the rest. <laughs> I, I I think Joe Phil made the wrong decision, and here's why. Here's why I'm going to say that because if Ov was was tired. There's no way their offensive linemen weren't tired. True. There's no way that the Green Bay Packers were. And, and I like my guys who are in peak <laughs> physical uh, condition, who train in this. I, everybody's tired. They're all freaking tired. They're out there playing football, pushing around a bunch of 300-pounders. I'm going to bet on my guys and see if they're too tired at 4th and 10. Mm. To me, the, you know, if I'm playing poker, I don't know if we can even talk about poker in here. If I'm playing poker, it's all percentages, <laughs> right? right? And so, to me, the odds are in our favor. Let the damn clock keep running. Let them try and figure out fourth and ten instead of calling timeout, going over there, drawing up the best play that could possibly play, letting their guys get a rest and looking at you and Cam Wake with their scare. Nah, man. 
shouldn't have called the timeout. Yeah, no, That's I, what I'm going with. I, you don't have to say anything, Obi. No, no, I've already made up my damn mind. I know, man. I don't, don't, don't want to be biased, but you know, I got love for Joe. You know, I got love for I'm, Joe Philbin, but it's 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 a. Uh, it's not, not a personal you don't. attack. No, not, yeah, not saying yeah. you don't. I just think that was the wrong decision. No, no, no. Not saying you don't, but also he was learning how to be a head coach. Yeah. You know, it's a learning. Just as great. an adjustment as it is. That's just great. <laughs> <laughs> You know, some guys, they got it. You know, some, like, you know, the head coach you guys have now. You know, he, he has it. Um, some guys hey, got to get we got to now. that. We're just still part we of the family. Bro. I mean, the yeah, yeah, we, the we thing. I apologize. The we right, thing. Bad, I apologize. <laughs> but, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a learning It's a learning it's adjustment. It's a you, it's a we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> but it's a learning adjustment, man. Across the board, for every, every just as much as co- players got to learn, coaches got to learn as well. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's really Great. all around. That's very nice of you to say. <laughs> so, V, after after four years here in Miami, you're in a free agency. But, hell, I mean, the season you were having, the season you're coming off of, you'd maximize. I mean, defensive ends were making a lot of money at that point. And, hell, you earn maximum amount of whatever you could get. And so you end up going in free agency. Were you hoping to stay in Miami, though? I know we talked oh, a little bit about it, man. I most yeah. definitely was. I most definitely was. But, you know, the situation was what it was, man. You know, and in my mindset, I was, uh, of course, you want to maximize the amount of money you can make. Right. You know, uh, you'd be crazy. In, in Somebody like, hold on, what? To. You just Especially gave that what? first opportunity I mean, to make yeah, a big deal. You know, sure. you know, my mindset sure. was, okay, I didn't, I didn't even get drafted that high. You know, uh, I got some making up to do. You know, I would have loved to, you know, I would have loved to still stay and, and play for the Dolphins. But uh, when I looked at it, I looked at it as well as I've been here all my life. I was 25 years old at the time. I never lived anywhere else. And I was like, you know what? Maybe it wouldn't be bad to see, you know, challenge myself and see what else is what else is out there. And then, you know, the opportunity with the Giants opened up. And then I was like, okay. My mindset was like, all right, they got the best in that in that at the time, in that division, they had the best offensive tackles. Okay. Left tackles. Yeah, you know, they had Jason Peters, Tyron Smith, Trent Williams. I was like, you know what? Whole division now. Yeah, I'm like, okay, if I could, you know, do what I do against them, no question that in the competitiveness in me that I'll be considered, you know, one of the best defensive yeah. ends. You know what I mean? In my mindset. So I was like, you know, it's a challenge. I like a challenge. You know, scare money don't make no money. So right. I wanted to do it. You know, I wanted to, you know, take that trip and and, and prove that. <laughs> Fast forward. It's 20 degrees outside during the spring. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I made the wrong choice. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, before that, before that thought, I like what you said about, you, said you wanted to go against those guys. But we talked to, remember, Joe Rose, you had done something with Joe Rose, and you said it's not about the money for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't you said, about I want, the money. You know, I want people to respect me. I yeah, want people yeah. around the league to know who I am. Oh, you, yeah. you chose oh, an opportunity yeah. to go against the best tackles oh, yeah. in the game. And they made me so much better, man. They made me so much better. I mean, despite injuries happening, you know, getting hurt. But when I was on that field, Going against those guys, they can tell you, you know. So like, they made me so much better and up my game, took it to a whole nother level. You know, I just say iron sharp and iron. Right. You yeah, know we hear that, that a lot yeah, man. They 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 helped me get to a whole nother level, man. Because in your mind, when you got to prepare for uh, those caliber type of, they're all, they're all hall, of, hall of famers. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. You you got to step the game up, you know, or you you gonna be embarrassed. Right. You're getting embarrassed <laughs> on TV. And I was like, yeah. And nah. we'll circle you on the and, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you being drove back into the into the end zone. I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. Ain't, we ain't, ain't no syrup gonna be on me. None, none, none of that. No, 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 no. Yeah. So let's go back to this weather thing because I, you know, 
three years in New York, then two years in Cleveland. Yeah, now, I, did, I, I, I grew up in South Florida. Now, he's from Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, he's never careful. gone back. He's never gone back. I'm going back for the holiday for, yeah, and that's for 36 it. hours. For 36 I'm, hours. He's giving his ass right back here. <laughs> I grew up here, and my first internship in sports was with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, wow. I was like, what the hell is yeah. this? What is Lake Effect Snow? Yeah. Like, what? Oh. You know what I mean? So you are not only a Miami kid, you got Jamaican blood flowing through mm. your veins as well. Oh, yeah. And now you're in these two cold-ass towns. Yeah. How different was that from a lifestyle perspective, from a preparation perspective? Man, you, you learn how to layer up. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my first year at the Giants and the guys, yeah, the guys ended up getting me a, a jacket. They got me a, <laughs> they got me a Canada Goose jacket. And I was like, okay, this would, and I'm, oh, this one, okay. Yeah. This, okay. Yeah. That and, um. What is it? Scrape the the snow off the windshield? A scraper? Yeah, Those are the first two yeah. things they got me. I'm like, like a scraper, yeah. Like, they, what is yep. this for? He goes, you'll find out. Yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember one time, I remember with we came back from a, uh, I don't know where, where we played it. Came back from a away game. Oh, came back home. And the cars were just sitting there. And it's not, we don't park in no garage or anything. And the windshield was frosted over, but it was like, uh, it wasn't just no, it was just ice. Yeah. And I remember going with my hand and trying to scrape it. <laughs> the worst decision I ever did. I'm like, what the hell was you thinking? I'm like, man, I want to get home. It's yeah. cold out here, man. Not your hand. It's like frozen. Yeah, man. So that 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 was that was a learning experience. But by the time you know, I get to Cleveland, <laughs> but I'll still be. I was always still be layered. And all the guys would always make fun of me with, with when it came down to that because practice. Yeah, in practice, there's no heaters. Right. You know, they're giving you cold water. I remember asking one of the terms, like, why do y'all why do y'all give cold water, man? Like You got some hot cocoa over yeah, here? Well, what's, what's the point of hot cold water? It's cold out here. Um, but you know, looking at the guys <laughs> they had the same experience. Yeah. Make a room temp. Yeah. Oh, Outdoor yeah. temp is good. And, yeah, and yeah. Room temp's twenty two degrees. Yes, That's right. the problem. Exactly. And then seeing the guys out there that I remember Nick Chubb, he would I'll never forget. Nick Chubb would always be the guy that just wearing shirts and a t shirt. Oh, that dude. I'm just like you're not even from here. You're from Georgia. <laughs> right. But Georgia gets cold. I didn't realize. Like, Georgia not gets back, cold. Not Cleveland. Cold. Not Cleveland cold. No. But I'm just like, he's just there. Just yeah. running full speed. I'm like, oh, man. That's hey, I Mopar so, you. I can relate. My boss with the Cavs, he would say you're the only person I've ever seen that would put two jackets on to go outside. <laughs> I was one of them. <laughs> I was one of them. I am so, right there with you. Well, you know what's so crazy, though, is they always talk about the Dolphins in general you know, playing December in those places and how we always don't seem to come up big. So when you were playing for the Dolphins and going to those cold weather places, you're right for them three hours. It's that oh yeah, that twenty four seven was a problem. I mean, yeah, the, 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 honestly, the hardest part is yeah, exactly the the, the practices. You know, in the cold weather, they, yeah. that's yeah. there's no heaters, no nothing like that. Yeah. Game day, I, I would be the one that uh, all right, it's TV timeout. Okay, they're in the huddle. Office not ready. I see a quarterback's on the sideline. I'm on the, I'm, 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 I'm on the field, but hey, bring the jacket. I'm going to be right here. I'm going to warm up. So I give me some time to like, as soon as I take this jacket off, I got time to thaw out, and I'll be all right. Yeah. Come, you know. And then when you run that around. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But at sure. a practice, you're like, it's never going to warm no, up. No, no, like, no, even no, if no, you're no, the no. Dolphins, you're in a game, like, okay, let's just kick some ass out here, and then we get on our plane and we go home. Right. But you, you, you can't escape the cold. That was some karma for me, though, because I – I, being here all my life, playing out here in this heat, that was easy. Nothing. I'm sweet. Right. Seeing guys come from up north, I'm like, man, y'all can't like y'all can't handle y'all, y'all can't handle this? It's hot to y'all. So it was it was it was funny, man. I was like, oh man. But the I, I ain't gonna lie though, the training camps 
up north, yeah, whole lot easier when it comes to oh, <laughs> a whole lot easier. Seventy with that degrees weather. and uh, yeah. no and I was confused because you got guys pouring water on top of the head. I'm like, it's only seventy degrees. Like, there's no, there's no humidity. What's what's going on with y'all? Yeah, you just got different kind of blood. Oh, in your That's really what it is. Oh, man. <laughs> so, be with your your second year with the with the Browns. You know, you guys are rolling. You're eleven and five. Browns are are headed to the your first playoff appearance in a long time, eighteen years actually. In the fourth quarter, man, you rupture your Achilles yeah. against the Steelers. This is your ninth year in the league. What was going through your mind at that point? Were you like, um, you know, do you want to get back on the field at that point? Where you're like, man, all right, enough is enough. What, what were you thinking when you, you know, ninth year in the Achilles? I mean, that's one of those one of those tough ones that all of us old people, and I'm a, my, my old ass, <laughs> we're worried about just going out there and playing some pickup basketball. Yeah. You know, what was going through your mind? Man, it might sound crazy, but I, I honestly was happy, man. I was happy, not for the injury, you know, because I didn't even know I tore it, but I was happy that I'm like, all right, man, the top because every season, every every season is going to be a challenge, you know, and I remember before that season, I, I got in contact with JT, Jason Taylor, and I remember talking to him, man, because I was like, man, like, it, it, it was different because I, I, I had always been on the right side. Learning that position, always playing the right, and then having to get traded to a team that already had a right end. I was like, man, like, what, what, what was the point of y'all getting me? Like, right. you know what I mean? I never played the left side before. So talking to JT, man, and and getting some wisdom from him, man, because I was I was down, man. I was I was like, man, wow, like I just, you know, even though I got hurt, I made I made the Pro Bowl just the year before I got traded. Like, what's going on? Like, right. you know, but that's. That's when you said when you started getting the knowledge of the game, you know, you're not naive to anything anymore. Yeah. Like, by that point, I'm just like, okay, it is what it is. They just want to acquire the talent. So that challenge was me trying to learn. So I didn't learn, actually. I, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and learn this left side. <laughs> so that didn't happen until, like, probably midway during the season. And, you know, being able to accomplish that, man, hindsight, man, it was just a different challenge, man. I, I, I enjoyed it, man. And, you know, I went on a run, and then we was able to make the playoffs. You know, that, that was something I was proud of to be a part of, that sure. Browns had to make playoffs in, what? Is that 18, 18 years. 18 years. You yeah. know, so I was, a, yeah. I, was a, I was proud. I was proud as hell to be like, man, you know, being a part of that, you know, being a part of that team to do that because you know we had we had great guys we had great guys on the team and, I, and, and the people out there in Cleveland that that they don't really they don't really talk about is how nice the people are out there man people out there is nice yeah. like driving out on the road like it's different driving out here than driving in Cleveland everybody like abide by the rules yeah, they let you in they let you, you know they, they let you, you in use a, use a signal you, you and turn, everything yeah you turn yeah. your signal on Strangers say hello yeah they don't hey Hey, how's it going? Thing. You know, the, you turn your signal on, they'll let you get by. Over here, it's like NASCAR. You know? <laughs> like, come on, man. Why I got to be like that? We're an F1. Yeah, F1. Why I got to be like that? Or the people over there are nice, man. They, and they love football. Just like people love football here. Yeah. Um, but the, to have the opportunity to do that, and, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, I had got hurt probably. It's been, it had been at the time five, five, maybe five seasons in a row. Mm. And it was off of something that it just happened, you know. Right. Either, you, either you have a teammate fall on you, you know, or, or just a freak accident. Uh, it just happens, man. And I, you know, I was like, hey, it is what it is. I'm gonna bounce back, and I'm gonna 
come back and you know come back and compete again. So the plan was, was to come back. back. That that was the plan. I got the, when I got the surgery. For, that was my my first time ever having surgery, so I was terrified. Wow. Yeah, I never had surgery before. That How was lucky is that? Nine years yeah. playing it's, defensive wow. line, yeah, yeah. and that was your first surgery. Yeah, because the only the only serious injury I really actually had while playing football was my first year in New York. I broke my hand. But I didn't, yeah, yeah, broke my hand, but I didn't miss any games. I, I took pride on not missing games and stuff like that. It happens when you're built like a robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and then my, and then being in a high, then the next year I got a high ankle sprain. Never had a high ankle sprain ever in my life. I'm like, I'm like, okay, to get it for my right, my right leg, and then the next year my left. I'm like, man, what the hell going on, man? Right, what, yeah. What's going on? But uh, uh, yeah, so I got the surgery, terrified, um, but. It did. My my body rejected the the sutures mm-hmm. on the inside, so wow. I didn't didn't know one percent chance of that happening. Right. So You're it ended up one, yeah one percent chance of that happening. So they had to go back in there cut cut me open again again a year out from rehabbing because it wasn't nothing was getting better. Just had to do it all over again. Oh, you had to have the surgery twice. Yeah, had to do it all over oh, again. Wow. And they just they gave they gave me they gave this the second time it was well so the first time it was the minimal invasive. Okay. Um, minimal invasive surgery, and the second time it was the brace. So what Aaron Rodgers has now. So that's what I got. Feel so I feel so much better now. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, to me, I mean, but in that course of the time of me going through that, started I found my wife. You know, I had a family, got two girls, two under two. So it's a battle. Two under two. You know, it's a battle. It's, it's Sundays every day. Yeah, and it's gonna be that way for a minute. Hey <laughs> man, hey. But 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 I'm I'm loving it, man. You That's know, great. I, I, I'm loving it. I'm watching. You know, all the guys that I played with that had had kids and family. I'm thinking about I'm like, damn man, like y'all, you know, I know y'all felt that when y'all were missing. Y'all come home and y'all missing missing your kids. You know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. and I right now I just can't imagine like can't imagine me not seeing like first things that they do, man. Correct. Like, I love, yeah. I love and I appreciate that. So everything was a blessing, you know, and, and then my mom said, I wasn't trying to play the game that long. I was like, no, let me get to 10, we'll go from there. I put in what I put in, man. You know, I played a lot of snaps. Yep. <laughs> I played a lot of snaps. Did. Oh yeah. I played a lot of snaps, man. So I, I, I could say I didn't leave anything out. You know, if I could go back now, I mean, I could go back now if I wanted to. Yeah, but looks just, like he could go back. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, but I'm 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 gonna join I'm gonna join my my family, man. I'm join my kids, man. Right. You know, I love it. You yes, know, it's, that's it's a blessing, man. Everything happened for a reason, and I, it's funny. I always told myself, you know, because some of the young guys used to ask me, you like, man, you ain't got no. I used to treat them like my little brother at the time when I took on the role as a dad. Right. I'm like my little brother and try to put them up on put them up on game, and I'm like, man, you ain't got no kids, man. I'm like. Nah, man, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm, I ain't yeah. got no kids yet. Right. But I was telling myself I wanted to wait until I was done with ball to have, wow. to have my family. Yeah. And just so happened, didn't that's not how I wanted to do it. Right. But it was but perfect. It sounds like it really kind of. Yeah, it was perfect, yeah. man. You know, I'm enjoying every single day, man. I love my wife, love my kids, man. I love everything about it. You know, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. And that's, right. that's and, the best feeling. And you're back in South Florida. And I'm back in Florida, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm back, I'm, I'm back in Florida, man. And, and there, there, I can guarantee you one thing. He's got no ice scraper in the trunk that's of his right. car. No, right. man. Don't it's funny. Come, don't even come with him now. No, it's funny. We just came back from New York. Uh, cause I, I, we still, uh, my wife got family up there as well. So we just came back up from New York. I was like, damn. Man, it's getting cold. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm like, you ready to go back home? Like, yeah, it's probably 45 degrees or something. I love it. Oh, that is too funny. That is good stuff, man. Well, we're going to get you out of here in a minute, get you back to your family. 
But and, and I love, this is the first time we've ever done this. We had a two-minute drill question in the game. We talked about the two-minute drill. We're going to give you a couple timeouts. We're going to put you through Let's the fish it. tank two-minute drill. We're going to throw some fast-paced questions at Let's you. Just it. give us an answer however you feel. Let's do it. I'm ready to swim. Mike's got the clock. Oh, I love it. He's ready to swim. Yeah. If you need a timeout, you need a breather, we'll okay. let you make that decision. I won't second-guess you like I'm second-guessing Joe <laughs> Phil. All right? Okay, cool. All right, let's do this. Roll? All right. You were not only a fierce pass rusher, but you're also an artist from what I understand. What is your favorite medium to work in, and do you still draw on paint? So, okay, I have not touched probably maybe a maybe the, the wine with a twist. Maybe I've done okay. that yeah. from time to time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I really love, I enjoyed wa uh, oil, oil painting, and, and color pencil. Man, that was my favorite. Man, oil painting is yeah. tough to work in. Too, yeah, man. yeah, that's, that's impressive. Listen, I saw you did this interview when you were with the Giants, and they walked yeah. you through the museum. Now he did some work. He's a talented dude. Talented dude for sure. Okay, you talk about your family. Your wife is the daughter of former Miami Hurricanes great Rohan Marley, and you're, and she's the granddaughter of the iconic Bob Marley. Does Olivia Vernon have a favorite Bob Marley song? So my dad, uh, my dad's from Jamaica, as all you know, and you know every weekend when we had to go do some yard work, he's blasting music, drinking on his rum, and we had to go out. I know what time it is. I got to do some yard work. <laughs> so. <laughs> So from you know from I shot the sheriff to you got a whole list of a whole list yeah, of yeah, it's quite like, a catalog oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you got a whole list of things man I can't can't even, I can't even put a favorite on anything man but my dad I'm gonna call a timeout I'm gonna be Joe Phil but we're gonna call a timeout we're still good we're gonna get these last two questions in all right all right clock will start again on your answer is this true is it true that you were named after Sir Lawrence Olivier and if so do you remember any names of his movies it is true. Don't know any names of this movie. <laughs> I gotta give credit to my mom for that. Uh, she she loved the name. Yeah. Uh, I like my wife. She just like Sir 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 Lawrence. She's like ah nah, Olivia. That was no yeah. nah, okay. Yeah, Sir Lawrence. Yeah, kind Sir of Lawrence. Because it's funny because everybody in in, in the U S. Oliver Oliver. I'm like there's Olivier. Olivier. I'm like, yeah. I said <laughs> Olivia. I just, I'll introduce myself as Olivier and I'm like Oliver. I'm like. Just call me OV, man. Just, just call is. me OV. Yeah, right. I like the fact he's got the O name going. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I, mean, that's 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 that I wasn't gonna make a mistake. Our moms, our moms like each other, so I, I know that. Yeah. It's funny when growing up, my mom loved your name. Yeah, OJ McDuffie. I just love how that sounds. OJ McDuffie. I'm like, mom. It's funny how full circle. That is wild. That is absolutely wild. Well, I called timeout with a second left on the clock, but I'm not sending the field goal team out. We're gonna get this last question in. All right. In Miami, you played opposite Cameron Wake, as we discussed. He retires with 100 and a half sacks in his career. In New York, you got Jason Pierre-Paul on the other side. He's got 94 and a half sacks. And in Cleveland, you you get a young Miles Garrett. Yeah. He's damn near at 100 sacks, which is oh, remarkable. He's what he, yeah, he's going to get it really quickly. Amazing group of pass rushers. But if you could play one more season, forget the Achilles was perfect. If you could play one more season and you could pick any pass rusher in the history of time to play opposite you, who would it be? Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Yeah, there we go. That's what I like. Oh, man. Uh, mm. Listen, I, I love everybody I play with. God, why you had to hit me with we'll that? Well, take one, the man. people. We're in the Pro Bowl, so, so I'm going to play with everybody. Let's take the man. people that you have played We're going to take the people that you have played with out of the equation so there's no hurt feelings. Right. Someone that you haven't played with, and you could go all the way back to Deacon Jones, anybody in the history of time. Is there a pass rusher that you would have loved to be able to line up opposite of? There's no disrespect to anybody else you played with. I'd have loved to play with JT. That's the two-minute drill right oh, there. Yeah, I'd have loved to That's play with JT. That's kind of the answer I would have liked yeah, to hear. Jason yeah, Jason Taylor. Jason Taylor, I'd love to play with him. 
would have been yeah. That's that's good stuff, man. Well, I, 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 honestly, it should have been Lawrence Taylor. You know, Sir Olivier Lawrence. No, you're getting all kinds of crazy. Uh, yeah, I see where you're going. Though. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about the cold. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not thinking about cold weather guys. That I, I'm like, yeah, Jason T. Grew up watching LT you. and yep. OV and OJ yep. and JT. Hey, so South Florida, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. man. Hey, this was, thank you for making the time and letting us pull Bless you me. away from your family a little bit. Bless but I am glad that we were able to get you back over here. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Hey, thanks for diving in, OV. Hey, You're definitely. now diving into the fish tank. Just like Drew said, thanks for diving into the fish tank presented by iHeartRadio. Be sure to follow us on whatever streaming platform you're using, and don't be afraid to rate the show or leave us a comment. We love your feedback. And remember, you can find us, as well as Drive Time with Travis Wingfield and all of our international partners on MiamiDolphins.com.